Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is MG. And I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and we are Sober Sisters Talk. And we're here. We're going to talk today. Just want to remind you that this podcast is about MG and I bringing to you, the listener, our experiences. We take our multiple programs out into the world and try them out, <laughs> live them. Right. And so we really just want to offer that experience, um, different things that we come across, different situations, occurrences, issues that we deal with, and we just want to share them with you. Right, because I like to think that I'm in recovery, and that includes sobriety, and it includes other different modalities. And what I like to say to my sponsees, if they say, hey, I'm interested in doing this thing, I say, there's gold in them their heels, you know, go, go check it out. You know, if you want to do like women within, that's like a, a thing that people do. It's so, or get therapy. Or, or, absolutely. You know, go to church and join a small group in a church. All of those things benefit sobriety right. and recovery. Right. right, right, right. So we are sitting here today and we have a guest. She's a friend of mine and she's also a friend of MG's. And um, she was sharing some really poignant stuff with a group of people the other day and I thought you know you'd be a really good guest so I'm gonna let Susan introduce herself. Welcome Susan we love you. Yes. Hi thanks I'm Susan Degner it's good to be here. Glad you're here. Thank you for inviting me it's an honor it really is. So why don't you go ahead and start and share what you were talking about yesterday. So I've struggled a lot in the past with staying true to myself or staying you know staying on my right path using my voice speaking up, being able to ask for what I need and want. And if for whatever reason the person can't give it to me, that's okay. I have to make a choice then. And that's about believing in myself and believing that my goals or my beliefs or whatever it is, is what's true for me. And you know, we all deal with this in in all areas of our lives. You know, um, when when I think of it, I think about like, my whole the reason I am sitting here and, and in sobriety and in recovery is because I was not true to my values. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we were just talking. I my journey started with me drinking and driving, and I was drunk, and I got in a horrible accident. That was not something that I think is okay. And you could have died uh, or and... killed somebody else. Right. You know, right. or multiple somebodies. Right. And so that does not. But I didn't. I, I went, you know, I skewed for my values and I ended up here and, and I'm grateful. I really am. But it really is, you know, like always just like coming, if I'm acting out, it is because I'm not in alignment with my values and being true to myself. Well, and that's in, you know, the big book of AA and it's uh, to thine own self be true is one of the phrases and it's actually from Shakespeare. It's actually from a play called Hamlet. And, uh, and I can't remember, uh, you know, help me uh, listeners out there. It's either Claudius uh, or Polonius. And he's talking to his son. And his son is Hamlet's best friend. And his son's getting ready to go off to college. And he's giving him all these things that, you know, let me, let me tell you, you're getting ready to go out in the world. So here are the things. Like advice. That, yeah. Right. Uh-huh, and, advice. And, but it's sort of like he's lecturing. And one of the things well, he says... Well, that's what we do. That's what, as, <laughs> from a parent, as, as, that's no what parents do. <laughs> we tell them what to do. That's true. And he told them, to thine own self, be true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there are going to be people out there that are going to want to take advantage of you and want you to go there. And so it was like, 
what I would call today, like do a check-in. Like, you know, is, is this what I want to do? And for me, I was so desperate to get the attention of men and to do whatever they wanted. You know, uh, I, I shared this story with, um, I think it's Von C, where when I first went to college, I was in engineering and I was, um, you know, on the fast track and I got into like some advanced engineering courses and I got an opportunity to do a work study program where you could work and then you could go. Have I told this story on the podcast before? Mm, I don't think so. And, uh, and so it was like, you know, you work for a semester and then you go to school for a semester and you work for a semester. And I got in with NASA down in Clear Lake. It was going to be like a work study thing, but I'd met this guy and he was only <laughs> going to be there for the summer. And so I gave up this work study program to be with this guy. Some old guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've given up so many things in, in the past for relationships and I do not want to do it going forward. Right. I mean, jumping through hoops, um, doing behavior that I'm not comfortable with or doesn't fit my value system, or, you know, it's just like um, getting out of a relationship recently. You know, it wasn't working for me. It wasn't meeting my needs. Was it? Was I sad? Yes. Did, did it hurt? Yes. But was it the best thing for me? Yeah. If somebody can't show up and meet your needs, you have a choice. You either... You know, be true to yourself and say, yeah, I'm going to move on down the line. Or you can stick around and and keep selling for crumbs, but what's that going to get you? Well, usually, in my experience, what I do is I keep trying to scheme on how to change them. Right, right. <laughs> how do I get them to yeah. or do what, this thing? Or what do I need to do to make them to make it to better? Yeah. Yes. Well, listen, you, yeah. you guys see me, and I'm kind of a robust woman, and... You know, I got down to this because that's what the guy wanted. Mm. And to our listeners, I'm holding up my little pinky. I got down to skinny mini. And that's not me. That's not where I feel my healthiest. I mean, certainly I need to lose weight. I mean, I'm not because for health reasons in my back. But I got down to way below what, you know, I needed to be at to, like, get the guy. Right? Because I knew that that's what he wanted. And the ultimate thing that really kind of, like, stopped me was a dear friend of mine. I was getting ready to act out with this guy, and she said, listen, if you act out with this guy, she goes, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose everything. And he wanted me to drink with him. He wanted me to smoke with him, smoke dope. And, uh, and, and my sobriety was one of the things that I was unequivocal about. And so she said, if you act out with him, she said, you're going to drink, you're going to drug, you're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose this. She goes, all your friends are done with you. And they were. They didn't want to hear this guy's name anymore. They were like, you know, sort of like you can see the internal eye roll. And it's like, this guy again? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I was at that point where I was getting ready to lose everything. And fortunately, I had a fantastic therapist, Patrick Vachon. And I went back to him because I'd gone here for some other things, and I really started the what I call the final phase of my acting out. 
you know, I feel like this one guy, he knocked me to my knees, and then I had one more little acting out that, you know, really. Yeah, yeah. all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. He knocked me down, and the other one knocked me out. And then I got to this program, and for that, I'm really grateful. And that's why I don't want to date now, or at least I'm not pursuing it. If some fantastic guy (laughs) met me and said, oh, my God, where have you been all my life? I'd been like, well, I don't know, but I'm here now, and I would be willing to explore that. Now, yeah, I'm definitely. not pursuing any, anything. I am not going to put any more of my time and energy. There is too much good TV out there in the world <laughs> for me to spend any time. We've got Netflix. No. Okay. <laughs> well, so let's talk about like how you do this, you know, because I think like if you talk about dating, I think in that aspect, you really have to know, I really have to know what is not okay for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to date somebody who smokes. Right. You know, I just, period. Pot or cigarettes. I just, I don't like it. I don't like the smell. I don't like the taste. I don't want somebody who's checking out frequently. Right, right. You know, so that, and I know if I met somebody. And you're healthy, and that's a health concern. Yeah. Right. And so I wouldn't, you know, that, if I knew, you know, right away, I just wouldn't even ventured into that area right it's a non-negotiable it's an absolutely yeah. and and for me i don't even you know i'm not that interested in dating guys that drink either because i don't want to taste it if i'm kissing right. them right you know it's just like it's kind of a big turnoff for me and so you know again it's like you know what are you willing to compromise in your beliefs right. and and stay stay true to yourself i mean it's one thing to believe in yourself and stay true to yourself, but it's also important to have your voice and to use it. Right, 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 right. Well, and I think that they're, you know, I'm, I'm open, I'm flexible. I mean, it's like I would be willing to ponder something that I haven't pondered before. But one of the things that I learned in SLAA is that you know, the, the three things that I need to find in someone if I'm going to date them is they have to be physically available they have to be emotionally available and they have to be legally available. So if they're separated, no. Yeah. If they're part-time in Houston, no. If they are someone who checks out with cigarettes or right. you know, they, they're a workaholic or something like that, you know, that's a no. So those are the first three things that, you know, when I when I talk to my sponsees about dating, you know, even though I'm not dating, that's one of the things that, that I talk about. And so that is a way of, you know, some criteria that we can set. Right. And that's, you know, a part of me being true to myself because I want someone who's legally available because I don't want to go through the hassle. Mm -hmm. I remember someone, a friend of mine was dating, was in love with someone, was in love with someone that was still technically married and lived in England. Now, he was emotionally available, very supportive. They talked a lot on the phone. But I was like, sister, listen. This guy's still married. <laughs> you know, he might be separated from his wife. That's but he a lives big no-no. A yeah. whole ocean away. Right. How are you going to develop a, a relationship with that? Right. Well, and also, staying true to yourself can apply in other areas with, like with my kids. If they start pushing me and pushing me, or they're doing something that I'm not okay with, they can't live in my home. And that's recently come up. Um you know, I've spoken my truth with them about it. They can't honor it, so they've got to go. Right. Again, with friends, too. You know, if they're wanting to, you know, bend over backwards to meet with them, or you're the one that's always initiating or something like that, 
I mean, that's not in my best interest. That's not reciprocated. Right. You know, and those things are, you know, because then it sort of bleeds into a little gray area. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, and with your children, I've had to ask, you know, two of my children to vacate. (laughs) You know, it's time for you to like leave the nest. And I don't think there was anything more challenging for me. Agreed. I, you know, um, one of our, our sisters used to say that withdrawal was like, open heart surgery with no anesthesia right that it felt like somebody was reaching into my chest and pulling my heart out to have to tell my my children you know you need to go live somewhere else right so and that feeling is what melody Beatty calls codependent afterburn that when i do something to take care from take care of myself that i know is the right thing for me yet I feel guilty about it or I know that there's going to be pushback. She calls that codependent afterburn and that the process of that is just to sit with that feeling but to still stick by your guns mm-hmm. when you know something is right. Mm-hmm. And that's really about being true to myself. And you know, and I've been going through a work situation which I've been sharing about and one of the most annoying things is where my office is, is not really an office, it's like an alcove off the kitchen. And so when people are in there heating up their lunch, they, they're like, you know, just you know, want want to chat, you know, and here I am doing books and payroll and trying to be very like fastidious and, you know, numbers and, 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 you know, I, 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 I I don't want to know about your, you know, son's birthday party. I'm sorry. And so it's like, what, what am I going to do? How do I have to set this boundary? Because number one, I don't want to, I've been in adversarial work environments where I've been, you know, so, so strong about things that I'm not liked. So I want to be uh, liked. That's true. I have to be honest with myself. But at the same time, I want to get my work done. And so, you know, I've had some conversations with my boss about it. And I asked him if maybe we could do some sort of door Mm -hmm. situation. And then I came upon, like, this idea of putting headphones on. Mm -hmm. So that, and what I do is I have an app for white noise Mm -hmm. that, like, and dampens, you know, the microwave slamming of the door, the sound, and people yell from out of the kitchen, yeah, go ahead and put that on my desk over there. Yeah, I'll be with you in a minute. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) WTF. Which for our international listeners means what the fuck. (laughs) So, you know, it was a way for me to set a boundary and so people were like, and, and then, then they would say, oh, are, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, I have my headphones on because there's too much noise out here. And I don't say it's shitty. And I said, I'm just trying to concentrate. And this is just what I'm trying to do. And they're like, oh, okay. Because I don't think it's appropriate for me to ask them for a behavior change. Because they're just making their lunch. Right. And so, you know, and if they can't read my body language where I'm like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like no response, just trying to like half ass it. So I think that that gets back to like that idea and concept in AA half measures availed us nothing. I've been trying to kind of half measure it Hmm. instead of having a direct conversation with someone Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, listen, I'm trying to concentrate. Can you please not talk to me when you're at lunch? Which is really, I think, the big work. And I think that you guys have done so much big work around that. And that's part of staying true to ourselves. And so, I'll, you know, stay tuned, people, because, you know, I'll let you know how it all works out. Tell but. me more. <laughs> <laughs> but it is hard, really, 
hard to have those hard conversations. It is. To tell people. It's scary because you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of abandonment. You're, oh, they're not going to like me, you know. (sighs) And so sometimes it's harder to stay true to yourself. We know we, a lot of us are so codependent that, we know, we don't want to speak our truth or we don't want to stand up for ourselves or stay true to ourselves because we might hurt someone else's feelings. And is that a Southern thing? Do you think that that's more of a Southern thing? That is across the board. Is we it a just, woman thing? Are I we don't are know, we as maybe. women sort of acculturated to go along to get along kind of kind of thing? You know, because professionally, no, I don't think so. I think because I think you know, I I have two grown sons, and I think that there's times where they don't say things because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. Where really, I think it's about it's more you know the lesson there is finding words that work for you, right? We were talking about this last night in LOA. We were talking about like, so, you know, what happens when you you push down, push down, push down, push down. And then explode. Right. Or it comes out passive aggressive. And that's that's what this is. Right. Because I don't want any resentments, you know. Yeah. Well, but if we're, you're pushing, if you have that thought like, man, I hate that when they talk to me in the kitchen. We'll just use that for an example. And you don't say anything. Right. Then you're pushing it down. And then the next person comes. And they're talking to you, and you're like, fuck, I'm working. And you push it down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you keep doing right. that. And then. <laughs> That's why I'm looking for a new job. I'm <laughs> I'm ready just to cut bait and run. You're like, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I'm just going to get a new job. Right. And, that, and that's oh, what they call it. That's funny. <laughs> that's what they call a geographical solution. Uh-huh. You just like leave that area and go into another area. And I once had a therapist say, you know, wherever you go, there you are. There that's you true. are. We take it with again. us. Yep. You know, no matter what relationship we're in, if we don't do our work, we're going to take it right back, right with us to the next one. And it'll come up right then. It'll exactly. just, the whole, and you're like, damn it, I'm back here again. Right. Well, I think that's why I haven't gotten a new job is because, you know, the divine uh, I, universe is like putting me in these positions. This right. So I think really it's finding words that work, you know, phrases that mm-hmm. you can say mm-hmm. that, and it still feels scary. It does. But, you know, it is having something that, again... Is true to you. Right. But what if I say to someone, hey, listen, could you not talk to me while you're at lunch? Because I did do this with one person. I said, it's very distracting. And she said, oh, I'm an only child. I've always talked to myself. And that's just the way it's going to be. You know, and that's when I said, I got to do something else. Because that's when I started about the headphones. It's because she told me, I'm not going to I'm not going to do what you asked me to do. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I'm going to do my little deal no matter how hard it, you know, discomfits you. Right. Whatever that word is. Yeah. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Yeah. That's disrespectful. She's being disrespectful. Yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, and I think she was offended that I said something to her, you know, that she was like, oh, well, this is just the way I am. And in a way, I, I kind of appreciate her honesty. But that's a cop out, too. That's like saying, oh, you're just too sensitive. I don't have to do what you want because it's your problem, not mine. You know? Right. Well, and that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to rearrange this whole little area so I can block myself off a little bit more. And so I've gotten buy-in from management to, like, move out some of this furniture and to rearrange some things so that I can sort of make it work. Good. Because uh, I am in, you know, this program has taught me that this is a program of action mm-hmm. and that there are some things that I can do. You know, I love that Al-Anon phrase, when I got busy, I got better. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm, you know, and I'm not trying to force a solution, but I'm trying to find a solution. And so this is part of like, you know, being true to myself. Absolutely. At the same time, I went to a yoga class yesterday and it's over at the council. The Houston Council for Recovery is fantastic. And for those people who are addicts and alcoholics out there, they have free yoga. Monday night, Wednesday nights, Tuesday afternoon, I think Thursday nights, and Saturday morning at 10.30. And the Saturday morning, I call it old lady yoga, because you never get off the mat. You're just like doing stretches, and you're on the mat, and I love it. And the woman who does it on Saturday talks about, um, you know, she'll bring some a meditation in, and it was about like step two work. And uh, she brought up this phrase about ceased fighting. Mm-hmm. Do you know that that mm-hmm. that you know? We cease fighting anyone, anyone. And, and everyone. Yeah. Right. And so you know, I'm I'm sort of caught between being in the action and like not fighting. Not fighting. Right. But I think with this, so like you know, and one of the tools that works for me really well. I don't know if you use this. Is like, if it was my daughter, what would I tell her? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we let people walk all over us, right. but we tell our daughters or our, how it is. <laughs> yeah, don't you let them walk all over you? Right. You're my kid. Right. I love you. Nobody does you like that. And so if you can get sort of in that mode, and when you were talking, it's like, you know, okay, that may be the way that you're you are. However, it's disrupting me, and it's I find it disruptive. And I think the whole thing is is just finding words. That fit. I don't. I mean, it seems. Well, I messed up her payroll. <laughs> there you go. She was like that Excel spreadsheet you gave me didn't work, and you know I didn't get paid for like you know two days. And that's probably. And I didn't because... review it. I didn't look at. It. I'm like, okay, yeah, just like you know, because I, you know, got too much stuff going on. I just took it at face value. I didn't like check it. You you should have just said, well, you know what? That's just the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way I am. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, did you have something you wanted to share? Yes, I found this yesterday, and it really spoke to me. It's it's, uh, by Marissa Donnelly, and it's, I hope you live louder. I hope you laugh more. I hope you sing at the top of your lungs. I hope you drive with the windows down and let the wind rustle through your hair. I hope you hug. I hope you kiss. I hope you surround yourself with people who make you feel alive. I hope you become the type of person that brings good energy wherever you go and the type of person people want to be around. I hope you speak what's on your mind, that you raise your voice for injustice, that you tell others that you love them instead of waiting until it's too late. I hope you live louder, shine brighter from this moment on. Amen. Isn't that great? You know, the thing with the hair, with the windows down, every time my granddaughters get in the car, they want to roll the windows down. And I always let them. Yeah. Because I love that feeling. Right. And it is that feeling of just being alive, you know? Bliss. Well, we don't have a whole lot of days in Houston where it feels good. We don't. (laughs) So when those days come. So you better do it. That's right. (laughs) I know I opened up all my windows for the past week and I got like, you know, tree pollen all throughout my house now I have to dust but it was lovely last week and I think this is it's a really good reminder that you know speaking your truth um, telling somebody you're disrupting me 
Um, Staying you know, true to yourself. Knowing that. No matter the cost. No matter the cost. You know, it does, it feels hurt, it feels hurtful to do that. I remember so many times when um, I would, you know, want to reach out to my qualifier at night. Mm-hmm. And I would just remind myself, am I going to feel better in the morning if I do this right. or if I don't do this? Right. And it just, and every time, if I ask, am I going to feel better if I do this or if I don't do that? It, right. That's the answer. And for me, the beauty of recovery is that, you know, I'm not really worried about bottom line behaviors. I'm worried about top line behaviors. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I don't take my vitamins, I'm going to feel this way. If I do take my vitamins, I'm going to feel that way. So it's like I'm always trying to like optimize my health, my happiness. That's my focus instead of trying to like stuff it or fill that god hole. You you taught me that phrase. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm trying to do everything I can for myself and that includes getting a lot of sleep and if I have to go to bed early, go to bed early, you know, these really really quite simple things. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that, you know, for me being true to myself that that I have to do like you know I set my phone so that I don't get any disruptions from like 10 p.m. until like 10 a.m. really right unless I look at my phone but it's not gonna alert me and that's been one of the most brilliant pieces of self-care that I've ever had to do because of this codependent need right oh someone's calling me or texting me I do have some emergency people on there that can you know break through that but that is about you know being true to myself is that I need some space and some quiet time right I agree I agree well thank you this was great thank you thanks for, for inviting me and thank you for being a guest with us I really appreciate it thank you Susan we love you we're so glad that you're participating uh-huh. and uh Stay tuned, everybody. We're back to doing more podcasts. And if you want to reach out to us, you can at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. We had someone send us an email last week. And we were so excited that they uh, reached out. And And did they go to the meeting? We were able to, um, yeah, we were able to to offer some assistance there. Right. So, you know, remember, if you do listen, you can like and share us. If you're trying to remain anonymous, you can send it as a as a as a message you know you can always i post it on facebook so you can find it there and then you can share it as a as a message um but we do appreciate you listening we appreciate people listen uh reaching out you can find all of our podcasts on www.sobersisterstalk.com and continue to listen we'll be back next week with something else all right thank you guys so much thank you susan